0: You now are listening to the audio podcast of Prisoners of Hope, the antidote to what ails your heart. I'm your host, Dr. Deborah Witsis. So come on in, pull up a chair, and open up your mind as you get ready to receive the download that hope will bring. Well, good day. Yes, it is a good day. Today we're going to talk about your thoughts. You know, you're in complete control of your thoughts. <laughs> Believe it or not, hang in there. I will show you, demonstrate how you're in control of your thoughts. And you know, your perceptions come directly out of your thoughts. You've had the thing, the old question: is the gla- is the glass half Full or half empty. This is a fight that you have to engage in to perceive the optimistic, which is the glass being half full, side of the equation. Is the room only full of crap or is there a pony somewhere in there? Thoughts are so important, there are a lot of Bible verses. That talk about thoughts. If we look at Proverbs 4.23. It talks about you got to be careful. What you think. Because your life. Is shaped by your thoughts. From your thoughts. Flow the springs of life. That's the amplify version. For they affect all that you are. That's the. Passion version. Out of it, out of your thoughts, are the issues of your life. That's what King James Version says. So thoughts actually indicate your life. Have you ever thought that you're going to have a real, real bad day? And guess what? You're right. (laughs) Have you ever thought you're going to have a real good day? Guess what? You are right. 1 Chronicles 28 9 says, For the Lord searches all hearts and understands every intent of our thought. King James, King James, King David, sorry about that, who who said this, he he said this to his son. He said, In other words, be careful. Of what in your head, son? God sees it. Now here's the King James Version. It says, the Lord searches all our hearts and understandeth all the imaginations of our thoughts. If you go to Second Chronicles, Paul tells us we must take every thought and make it obedient to Christ. Do you hear the battlefield jargon in the passage? He says, take captive every thought. Make it obedient to Christ. So thoughts are a very, very profound part of the Bible. Because what you think on, that's what you'll get. You ever heard the saying, a watch pot never boil? <laughs> If you're on YouTube, you see a comic of of a guy who's watching his watch and he's waiting for a pot that's sweating because a watch pot never boils. Is that true? No, it is not true. The truth is that it is our perception of time that changes when we're watching and waiting for something to happen. If you haven't heard the episode that talks about the distance between asked and answer prayer. You have to check that out. Time, I always say this, time sure is fun when you're having flies. Is that the correct saying? No. The correct saying is time sure flies when you're having fun. Now, really, time is objective, <laughs> but it's subjective in our perceptions. The same time will pass whether we're having fun or not. It's just when we're having fun, our perception is that, gosh, that didn't last long enough. (laughs) Don't let your perception or the way you are thinking turn your reality upside down. It was two hours no matter what, whether you were suffering or whether you're having fun. We have to fight to make sure that we don't let our perceptions are the way we think turn our reality upside down. <laughs> there is a funny gaff if you if you tune in to the YouTube where it has a dog who's turning his head upside down. So don't let that happen to you. Because it's called perception. It's the way you're thinking. Your viewpoint, it's all about your viewpoint. The way you see things is all about your viewpoint. The picture on YouTube has a kitten that's looking in a mirror and the image the kitten is seeing is a lion. So that kitten thinks, rah, I'm a lion. <laughs> and the, uh, the next picture has a woman, I call it the anorexic perception. She's skinny, but when she looks in the mirror, she sees that she's fat. Now, what's so funny about these two examples, they're both true. They're true for the cat because he's going to act like a lion. They're true for the the girl who is really skinny because she's going to starve herself like she's fat. There's a concept in psychology called mental Versus chronological age. And since my training, I'm a psychologist. That's very important. We can have a chronological age. That's what the calendar says. Whatever year we're born. And we can have a mental age. That's what we think we are. Now, which do you think has the most effect on your behavior? Is it what the calendar says? Or is it your mental aptitude? I'll let you think on that. You can answer that if you really think. You need to think about what you're thinking about. Isn't that funny? Think about what you are thinking about. Think about what you are thinking about. And people are like, well, I can't do that. Yes, you can. Because the same old thinking leads to the same old results. You see, you can't take the journey outside of yourself until you take the seven inch journey inside of yourself. Philippians 4 eight says it instructs you as a believer to think on those things that are true that are honorable, that are just, that are pure, that are commendable and worthy of praise. If there is anything of excellence and worthy of praise, think on those things. So you got to think positive things. That means that you can think about what you're thinking about. Because my father in heaven will never have you do something that's impossible for you to do. Try it. Think about what you're thinking about. Are you thinking about negative things? And you wonder why your life is negative? Are you thinking about positive things? And people around you go, wow, that person is so positive. If you could put a speaker on your mind. Would you be a friend of the person? If you put a speaker, a loud speaker on your mind, you probably would not even talk to that person. That 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 mind is thinking about negative things. Would you be your friend? If you could hear your thoughts out loud. Question to think about that. So I'll let you. Chew on that for a minute. Have you ever tried to solve a problem and later the mind produces a solution? Are you trying to think of a name of a movie or an actor or a TV show and you can't think of it? And you try to think of it, the person standing looking at you like, OK, are you are you losing your mind? You're like, my body is gone. But much later, maybe an hour later. Maybe a moment later, may, later, maybe a week later, all of a sudden you remember. Which means that you can train your mind. You can train your mind and have it work for you instead of against you. Remember, we tend to see we're, we're naturally negative. We are. We really are. And if you think, oh, maybe not really, that means you're negative. This is a dichotomous choice. (laughs) There's no in-between. Dichotomous means it's either yes or no. If you say, well, I'm mostly positive, you're negative. You can train your mind and have it work for you. Remember, Philippians 4.8, it says, Think on those things that are honorable, that are just, that are worthy of praise. Think on those things. Let's talk about how the mind works. Since I'm a psychologist, I can I can talk with authority on this. <laughs> okay. How does the mind work? Well, the mind has A thought factory. It is a thought factory. The mind is a thought factory, and the thought factory. You have thousands and thousands of thoughts. As I'm talking about this, you're you're thinking different thoughts, or you're talking to yourself. Remember that loudspeaker? You're talking to yourself, and and a lot of you say, "I what voice? I don't hear any voice." That's that voice right there that just argued with me. That comes out of the thought factory. The Thought Factory has two foremen, okay? Two different foremen. There is Mr. Defeat. And Mr. Defeat produces negative thoughts. Remember, we're naturally negative. We have to train our mind to be positive. Mr. Defeat, he produces negative thoughts in the Thought Factory. He's An expert in developing reasons why we can't do this, or we're weak, we're inadequate, inadequate, (laughs) we can't talk. With Moses told God, I can't talk. Gideon told the Lord, I'm the weakest in my clan. Mr. Defeat uses excuses. Mr. Defeat. There is Mrs. Triumph. Okay. People are like, why is the man negative? Oh, because I'm a woman and I'm making the woman positive. Okay. <laughs> Mrs. Triumph. And Mrs. Triumph, she manufactures positive thoughts. Remember, you have to train her. She manufactures positive thoughts. She specializes in producing reasons why you can you're qualified and you will have you ever had a time when you woke up and you said (laughs) i'm having a bad day i can't find my glasses and they're right on your face i remember one time i was got up and they say on the wrong side of the bed (laughs) i don't know which side is right it's called on the wrong side of your mind by the way the bed has nothing to do with it and I got up, and I was like, grumpy, oh, grumpy. This <laughs> is defeat. And I, had, and, I, and I was in a rush, and I had to drive LA traffic, and I was looking for my keys. And my son was like, Mom. I'm like, don't disturb me when I'm in this move. <laughs> and he, he was like, Mom. And he finally said, Mom, the keys are in your hand. How can the keys be in my hand? And I didn't even know they were there. How can the glasses be on your face and you can't find them because your perception generated thought that said you were going to have a bad day? So I like I'm a star Trekky, <laughs> and the captain says, make it so. Number one, you made it so. Number one, you made it so you can't find your keys. You can't find your glasses. You made it so. There is in psychology a theory called the theory of attraction. It's actually called the law of attraction. And it basically says that thoughts attract its own. So if you're on on YouTube, you will see that there's a smiley face on one side and there's a lightning round and it's got a heart and money. And then there's a, a frowning face on the other side and the heart is upside down with a lightning round and no money. You attract to you what you're thinking about. Have you ever... I remember one time my sister told me she was in Safeway and she was shopping around Safeway. It's a grocery store here in the region that we live. And, um, she was dealing with the planning commission And she was wondering about, you know, about the freeways and how they were made. And, you know, if she could get in touch with somebody who, um, in fact, understood something like that. And she's in a Safeway, and she's like, "Okay, God loves me. I'm a child of God. I'm thinking of positive things. And she bumped into this guy who happened to be the guy who designed the freeways (laughs) in the town she was living. Some people call it coincidence key but I call it the law of attraction. You'll get back what you put out. Some people call it karma. Let's talk about how how the thought factory works. <laughs> I want you to know, here are the rules. What are the rules of the thought factory? Well, the four men are intensely obedient. (laughs) You know, Mr. Defeat and Mrs. Triumph, they are intensely obedient. obedient. All you have to do is them, and they'll come out. The more work you give Mr. Defeat or Mrs. Triumph, the stronger they become to the point that either one of them will take over the whole thought manufacturing division. Pretty soon, you're a positive person. Pretty soon, you're a negative person. The more work you give them, the stronger they get. So you want to fire Mr. Defeat. You need to fire him. And people are like, well, I don't feel like it. Did I say anything about feelings? Feelings are fleeting. A lot of times they're wrong and they will get you in trouble. <laughs> I'm not talking about feeling. I'm talking about thinking about intentionally what you're thinking about. You have to recognize who is in control of Mr. Defeat. That's our enemy. Well, how do I do that? Well, First Peter 5a talks about The devil is prowling around looking for who or whom he could devour. So the Bible talks about who Mr. Defeat is and you got to get rid of him. How do you do that? Well, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) First of all, you need to think success. Don't think failure. Think positive. Don't think negative. Ask God to help you. He will help you. He wants you to prosper. Just He wants your soul to prosper. And he wants you to prosper. There's a book called Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. And it was written way back in the 50s. I think 1956. But don't, don't quote me. But the second chapter, I love the second chapter. Because it's called Excuse-itis, the Disease of Failure. And I give people a definition of an excuse. You know what an excuse is? It's the thin shell of the truth. Now listen to me closely. A thin shell of the truth. stuffed with a lie. That's an excuse. It looks like it's the truth, but it's full of a lie. I say pick one excuse and stick with it so you won't be confused think success, not failure. Remind yourself regularly that you are better than what you think you are. You're an expensive instrument. Jesus died a horrible death on the cross for you. So you must be better than what you think you are. My goal is to view others and myself, I haven't achieved it yet, like God views me. I'm telling you, I'm a mother. I would not let my son die a horrible death for something that he didn't even do. So therefore, you think God would do that for something that was not valuable? (laughs) Are you insane? You need to think about what you're thinking about. 1 Peter 5, 8, again says, be Of sober mind. (laughs) Think about what you're thinking about. Because the devil prowls around like a roaring (laughs) lion. Seeing who he can devour. And if he can't get you, he'll get your family. If he can't get you, he'll get your job. If he can't get you, he'll get your circumstance. You, You see what I mean? He's constantly looking for a way to pull you to the natural side. Which is the half-empty side, the negative side. I have a fan, and I got it from the sharper image, and I don't think it's even a brand of a store, but you can go on uh, Amazon and get and get this fan. It's a fan that has pro programmable. <laughs> can't say that fast. LEDs. That you can program things in it. So when the fan goes, you can read the the sayings. And I have programmed my fan with positive affirmations. Like, look at you. You lost five pounds. You are a child of God. God loves you. God promises that he will never leave or forsake me. I'm more than a conqueror, I'm an expensive instrument. Now, a lot of people say, You're brainwashing yourself. And I said, hell yes. Everyone is brainwashed, baby. Only difference is the color of the water. Think on that for a minute. Everybody's brainwashed. Only difference is the color of the water. Another formula. I like formulas. (laughs) I wasn't good in econ, but I do like formulas. Actions your actions is up to you what actions you take you pray you you press forward with the trust that you have in god you keep your thought and your mind on positive things action though so, you notice action is not a passive word it means that you got to do something because remember i told you psychologically, we tend to be more negative than positive. And people say, well, if God made you, how come that is true? Because we live in a falling world. Talk to Eve and Adam. (laughs) Not my fault. It's their fault. (laughs) Actions. You got to take actions. You have to read positive books. You have to watch positive things. Actions. Action plus what you believe. The word belief, look at the word belief, spell it out on a sheet of paper, has the word lie in it. B-E-L-I-E-F-F, plural. It has the word lie in it. Don't let the evil one tell you lies. Are you believing in a lie? Remember one of the prereqs? Is that your belief is not a prereq for the truth? And could you be wrong? Don't believe in a lie. My prayer is that the Holy Spirit will reveal to you and me that the lies you're currently believing about yourself, about situations. So actions, do something, plus plus your beliefs equal your consequences. Your consequences. Choices have consequences. And a lot of you don't realize that your choices have generational consequences. The Bible talks about that. Choices have consequences. So your action, the action you take when you're feeling down and we're all going to go through it. Everybody, there's no suffering that's not common to man. We're all going to suffer after we suffer a little while. I hate those passages in the Bible. (laughs) But the condition is suffering. What action are you going to take? Are you going to fight like a warrior on your knees? Are you going to stand on your own thoughts and foundations? (laughs) Remember that song? Everything else is sinking sand. (laughs) You don't want to build your house on the sand. You want to build it on the rock. And it takes a lot of work to build a house on a rock. Sand is much easier. But what will withstand the winds of adversity? We all have them. Plus your beliefs. Remember the devil has a lie in there. He has a lie in there for you and me. You have to renew your mind all the time. It's it's not one and done, guys. <laughs> it's not microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us are so impatient, we stand in front of the microwave, take the food out, it's still cold. It's not that. Your beliefs plus actions equals your consequences. You got to get it together. It has generational effect on your life. You don't believe me? Look at the Bible. All this will lead to hope. Remember the title of this? Podcast is Prisoners of Hope. Get your thoughts in line with the Holy One. And this practice will lead you to live in a life drenched with the accoutrement of hope. See you next time. Dr. D. Signing off. My hope is that this journey has been fruitful and you're able to take it and apply it to your life until next time tune in again for the prisoners of hope podcast god bless